And we're back to the Constitution line by line. We're now into the 20th Amendment. I'm Don <laughs> Frazier. This is Paul Fabrizio. I teach history. He teaches political science. And if you've been keeping up with this particular journey, <laughs> this journey, uh, you know that we're hurtling towards the end of the Constitution. But also, these amendments have been clustered into several sort of eras, if you will. Yeah, isn't that weird? It is. And so you have some that are immediately after the Constitution in order to get the Constitution ratified. Then you have you know a little bit of bookkeeping and housekeeping that occurs. Then you have the Civil War amendments. Yep. Then you have the Progressive Era amendments. And now after the 19th Amendment, giving women and other, well, all genders, the right to vote, we're now heading into the Depression Era yeah. amendments. So 1920 brought the end. There were four amendments that were approved in a span of six or seven years. And so 1920 brought the end of that. And what was it? The 20s were the year of good feeling or whatever? Well, it was the roaring 20s. Roaring 20s. Yeah, the era it. of good feelings is the 1820s. Oh, sorry. So you missed it by 100 years. But, uh -huh. yeah, it's the roaring 20s where you had flappers and Model Ts and cinema and all sorts of unseemly things going on yes and no alcohol yeah i mean there's yeah zero alcohol yeah. wasn't anybody drinking because it was banned it, it was it was roaring without alcohol but yeah, the right. party comes to an end in 1929 comes to a roaring <laughs> it comes to a roaring end and we enter into an episode known as the great depression right and so that brought a reassessment of basic american values correct and uh so People took a look at it and said, is there things that we want to change in terms of how it's going? And in the end, there was only two amendments that came out of this era. And both kind of mechanism amendments. Exactly. So let's get into the first one, Amendment but, 20. But we're going to break 20 into we're two We're going parts. to break 20 into two parts. Okay. So we're going to take Section 1 and Section 2 first. So the terms of the president and vice president shall end at noon on the 20th of January and the terms of senators and representatives at noon on the third day of January of the year in which such terms of their successors shall then begin. Section 2, Congress shall assemble at least once in every year and such meetings shall begin at noon on the third day of January unless they shall by law appoint a different day. So that's section one and two. What was going on was very simple. You got to remember the Constitution was created in a time when transportation was very difficult. Yeah, 1780s is not a golden era in the United States. So you had the presidential election in November, but you didn't have the president take over until March. Correct. And that was simply to give the president time to get to Washington, D.C. Close up his affairs at home and open up his affairs in D.C. Yeah, and it just took time. But we're now in the 1930s, and while well, nobody really was flying <laughs> But yet, there was rails across the But there were the railways, continent. and you could get there in a couple days. So therefore, the sense was there is just too much time here. And so they shorten it, so the election is now in November, and you take office January 20th at noon. And today, when we look at it in terms of presidential politics and governance, what we deal with is the fact that that is so short a period of time. Yeah. And the transition period the, the is The transition's <laughs> time is incredibly tough. So, as I mean— 
you need to understand that a president, when they come into office, has to appoint 4,000 people. There's 4,000 vacancies heading the various agencies. And the president goes, I don't know 4,000 people. Yeah. So you need time to prepare it. And it turns out that the way it works today is that presidents assemble transition teams, presidential candidates assemble transition teams after they get the nomination from their party. And on the 50 50 chance they're going to win. Well, sometimes not a 50 Yeah, not even 50 50. Yeah, yeah. On, the chance, on the off chance they're going to win. win. So they start assembling all that work. And, you know, Donald Trump um, had all that work done. Governor Chris Christie of New Jersey was head of his transition team. But then once President Trump was elected president in November, three days later, he fired. Uh, Christie, he got rid of all that effort and had to start all over again. And some of the chaos that has taken place in the Trump administration is directly attributable to the fact that they did not have people in place. Why did he do that? That has never been resolved in any sort of satisfaction. Huh. It, um, anybody one, day, one day history, you guys, yeah. will come up with an answer to that. It's at least 20 years into the future. Yeah, exactly. But it, it, you know, when you look at it from a governing perspective, the job of the president is to be chief executive. You need people to do it. Yeah, there's very short transition time. And then the president made it worse by, bam, firing all the <laughs> making people who have been doing shorter. it yeah. and making it much shorter and giving yourself, what is it, 11 weeks or something like that. Yeah. It's really tough to get stuff done in that short period of time. So, But anyway, that's the first thing. And the other thing is that Congress starts on January 3rd. The whole point is that Congress must meet every year, and they need to be in place before the new president is in place. And why is that? They count the Electoral College votes. Yeah. They've got to be there to, to make sure— that they can officially certify the election. Yeah. Okay. So short, swimple, simple, simple, <laughs> swimple, swimple, and it's a reflection of simply transportation. Yeah, it's just the modern era. Yeah, the modern era. But it's funny now that government has grown so large, we may have to go back to March twentieth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's tough now for it to all get done, but at the same time. Any president will tell you that once their successor has been elected, they lose power. Yeah. I mean, they still have the institutional power. That's the lame duck. They are a true lame duck. And while they still want to do things and they still have pardon power and they can still propose legislation, nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody wants to pay attention to the new person. So, okay, there we so, go. A little bit of a housekeeping amendment uh, in a new era, the Depression era. All right, we'll pick up the next amendment, 21st Amendment. Nope. No. Oh, the second part of this. We're going to pick right, up 20th the 20th Amendment, part. second part in the next episode.